And I'll be excited if you take your notes, take your Bibles and get ready as we zoom into God's Word. Amen. One day, I'm going to preach a message that you can give so many titles to. You can call it 10 Ways to Fail in 2019. You can call 2019, yes. You can call it 10 Ways to Spot Somebody Going to Fail in 2019. You can call it whatever you want. Now, people's faces will, be, will look some way once I give you this title. But there's a reason. Because I could have easily preached 10 ways to succeed in 2019. But I've come to realize there's something about people. Now, the Bible will say that you shouldn't fornicate, right? And then medicine will say, if you fornicate without a condom, you get AIDS. Okay, they will hear the Bible's own and then throw it away. And then because medicine talks about AIDS, they will find something to deal with the AIDS. Am I preaching? And so somehow, some way, people sometimes learn to insulate or cushion themselves from negative things. And so I am teaching you this so that you will run away from such things that will cause others to fail in this year. Can I preach? Is it a good thing? That also means that if some of these things are present and apparent in your own life, that you must be careful to correct them before they drive you to fail this year. It is not automatic that simply because you have entered a new year, you would have new things. It is not automatic that because the calendar has shifted from 2018 to 2019, something miraculous is happening in your mind. It doesn't happen automatically. Because the same way you came for 31st night is the same way you went home on the 1st. The same dress and your weight when you came for 31st service is the same dress you wore and the same weight you carried when you went home. Which means it takes more than simply the turning of, of calendars and the turning of clocks for a person to do well in a new season. But I pray for you that in this season, you will record notable testimonies in the name of the Lord Jesus. That something significant will change about your life. Somebody say, that is my story. There are different kinds of doors that the Lord makes available to us in order to go through them for us to be successful, to go through them for us to experience the breakthroughs our hearts desire. The first kind of door is the door that opens by itself. There are some malls and some places when you get to, by the mere sensing of your presence, the door opens onto you and you pass through. Have you seen those doors before? I heard a certain prophet say the other day that he's so anointed that when he traveled and he gets to even doors, the doors are just opening. I said, in Christ, the same hell. Because this one is technology, it's not anointed. So there are doors that once you, you, when you go back, the door is shutting. When it senses your presence, it opens. There are also certain spiritual doors like that. The Lord has wired those doors to respond to your presence. So as soon as you get there, the doors open to you and you don't struggle. Have you not realized that there are certain things you didn't pray for, but God gave it to you? There are others you are praying and praying, you are not getting them, but there are certain you didn't even ask for, but somehow you just received them. There, 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 there are some people that you didn't pray for, but somehow they just looked for you and they helped you. 
Because God opens certain doors, causes those doors to open to you once it senses your presence. The second kind of door are doors that are locked, that require a key to open them. You can use all your strength, it will not budge. The door will not respond to your strength, to the application of strength. It will not, it will not, you can kick it, you can, you can shove it, you can push it. It will not open till you get the right key that you put into the keyhole to open it and then the door will open to you. There are some doors in life that require us coming to a certain understanding and possession of keys that when we apply them, the doors will open unto us. I pray that the Lord will enlighten you and give you these keys that will cause those doors to open for you in the name of Jesus Christ. There are other doors that you cannot enter if you are, it is restricted. Only a certain group of people or only a certain class of people can enter. Now those who work in the bank, they have certain doors, they have written staff only. Or you enter certain um, restaurants even, they have certain doors, they have written staff only. Which means the door anybody can enter as long as you are a staff of the company. In the same way, the Lord has given us certain doors that you have to be a, a faithful person. You have to be a favored person. You have to be a graced person. The door has, has certain requirements before you can enter. So being, being a human being alone is not enough to enter those doors. Hallelujah. And then the fourth kind of door, there are, there are these doors that you cannot open from the front. Somebody must open you from the back. So you knock and then there's somebody at the back who will open and let you in. There are certain doors you can't enter by yourself. You need a helper, a divine and strategic helper that will open the door to you. The Bible says Jesus Christ, when he came to the world, uh, he encountered um, John the Baptist. John the Baptist declared that this is the lamp of the world that taketh away the sins of, of this world. Hallelujah. And, and that introduction is what shifted the focus of all the followers of John to Jesus. Because by that one declaration, he said that this man is so great that I am not even worthy to untie his shoes. So he pointed them to focus on Jesus and that was the beginning of Jesus' ministry. So there are certain doors that you need somebody to open for you. I pray that the helpers be positioned in places where they will open those doors for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, these doors are all the different kinds of doors. But... The following people, the following characteristics I'm going to share with you are symptomatic of people who are going to fail. Because they will not have the requisite um, characteristics in order to pass through or possess these doors. Where there is nothing to pursue, there will be nothing to possess. Okay. The first group of people, when you meet them, you know these people, they are not going anywhere, are people who think they are failures. Amen? They are what people? Talk to me. Which people are these? <clears throat> people who think they are failures. People whose minds have told them, have ministered to them, that as for me, nothing good can come out of me. I want us to look at a few scriptures. That's why I said, pick your notes because I need you to write them down and then we look at them one after the other. Proverbs 23, 7. Proverbs 23, 7. 
For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Can we say that together? Go. One more time. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. In other words, the way a person thinks of himself is exactly how the person is. If you meet a man who thinks he's a failure, scripture says he is indeed a failure. What is it that you think about yourself this year? How do you view your life within this season that the Lord has given us an opportunity to enter into? As a man thinketh, so he is. And so every time scripture talks about thinking, see, because thoughts affect decisions. And decisions affect actions. And actions affect destinations. Hallelujah. Whatever you are thinking about will influence what decision you make. Whatever decision you make will influence the actions you take. And the actions will take you to a particular destination. Everywhere you meet a person, he is there because of the thoughts he thought about in the first place. So whatever a man is thinking is what determines where you end up. The Bible says, as a man thinketh, so he is. If you want to fail, think you are a failure. If you want to be sick, think that as for me, I am sick. If you want your marriage not to work, think that as for this marriage, it won't work. Can I preach? In other words, if you want to do well, you think that I will do well. Nothing can stop me. No demon can stop me. You think beyond what the physical things are showing to you. You think beyond it because as you think, so are you. There's a man called Napoleon Hill who wrote a book called Think and Grow Rich. Think. How do you say it in heaven? That one. That very one. Think and grow rich. Hallelujah. Look at this scripture. Philippians 4 8. <clears throat> Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, it says what? Think on these things. Honesty, justice, lovely, good report, good things. Think on these things because God knows that the more you think on these things, the more you manifest the things you are thinking. Hallelujah. The more you think these things, the more you manifest them in your life. It is simple. A man who always thinks that there are certain young people, you meet them and say, ah, but all, all, please get my handkerchief. All, all men are, are the same. All men are bad. All men are wicked. That's in your mind. Hallelujah. It's registered in your mind. So, which man again do you want to go and meet? Because you have, you have said that all men are wicked. So which one do you expect to go and meet apart from the wicked ones that your mind has told you all men are? So, as for this marriage, it will work. I'm just sitting in it for the sake of my children. The, the love of children 
is not strong enough to keep a broken home. Because it is today that you think they are small and that you think they are... One day they will grow. One day. <laughs> and when they grow, would, and they are not living with you, what are you going to do? I used to go and say, because of my children who have grown and are married and they have their own children, let me just stay here. Yeah. Think. Just think on these things. Whatsoever things are of good report. Whose report have you believed? What are you thinking about this year? Listen to me. As a servant of God, I came to tell you, you will do well this year. But can you think like that and can you believe like that? Hallelujah. Can you think like that? Can you believe? Okay. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity what? Every thought. You know thought has got to from the word think. So casting down imaginations, things you are imagining in your head and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing down into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Says we are bringing down every thought to the obedience of Christ. The thought that says that you will not do well, you must subject it and bring it down to obey Christ. The thought that says, as for you and your family, it is it is um, fibro that will kill all of you. You must bring it down and subject it to the thought of Christ. Hallelujah. Yeah. See, think on these things. Tap someone and say, What are you thinking about? Now, 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 it is what you learn that influences what you think and how you think. It is what you learn that influences how you think. Now, learning is not simply going to sit in a class and having a lecture teach you psychology and um, economics and accounting and all. That's good. That's a formal kind of learning. But you can learn through what you see. Now, if you see a dog bite somebody, you immediately learn that dog's bite. Amen. So you, by watching and by observing, you can learn. By hearing, you can learn. Now, if you, you hear in the Supreme Court that somebody has been jailed, you immediately know that a court can jail. You heard. Amen? And then what you read can also influence your mind. And that is why I keep telling people, you need to determine how you think by consciously deciding what you are seeing, what you are hearing, and what you are reading. There are many people, the moment they step out of Legon, step out of Tech, step out of Central, step out of Presby University, step out of, of tertiary school, they said bye-bye to books. So the last exam they wrote, and the invigilator said stop work, said, ah, I feel the new book. They haven't read anything. They have not read anything. So what is in your mind? When, when you were finishing school, they told you there are no jobs. So in your mind, you have told yourself, there are no jobs. Who told you there are no jobs? Do you know the interviews that people go to and get picked every single day in this country? In this same country, how is it that others are getting jobs and you are not getting a job? But you have been fed an information that tells you there are no jobs and you are clapping and shouting and chanting, there are no jobs. Amen. Some are saying the, the economy is hard. 
Things are hard. We are struggling. You and who are struggling? Ask somebody, you and who? The same way you are shouting and struggling, somebody just bought a new house. Yeah. Somebody just bought a new car. Is it true? Because if people are not buying cars, nobody will be selling them. If people are not buying houses, nobody will be selling them. So the same way others or people are screaming that things are hard, others are buying things. So for me, if I say things are hard, it will not change anything about me. I would rather think that it is possible, it is well, that things will turn around for my good, and I'll think in earnest, I'll think on these things. Can I preach? Ask somebody, what are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? You need to, to influence your thought process. You need. You need to influence your thought process. What are you feeding your mind? I share, I share telling novella the man every day. Telling novella. Which one again? Lagata. Esmeralda. Sunset Beach. <laughs> and then, La Superdora. Hey! Second chance. Second chance. Hey! And all of them have the same theme. Hey! Mm, that's a, somebody and somebody. They must, they must fall in love. And then the family will say no. And then they'll be going through things. What kind of cheesy storylines are these? Then, then finally at the end they'll be, they'll be married and happily ever after there is, there is FIFA 19 in your eyes tap somebody say wake up wake up you, you think that you think that you, 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 so you, too, you find somebody in your mind you have been fed all these things so you are looking for Prince Charming the, the man that will come sitting on a horse and, and he's, he's, he has Jerry Kells Master, Master wake up this is Ghana and the person is Kweku Aliandro one day think what are you thinking about what are you thinking about what are you thinking about if you can think on positive things you, you, they will manifest in your life if you can't think on this okay number two for the sake of time number two number two to live like a fool to live like a fool a person who lives like a fool is likely in fact is going to fail this year to live like a fool. That's why I say to live like a fool. You will be surprised how scripture defines foolishness. Yeah, you will be shocked. And I'm going to share a few scriptures with you on how the Bible describes people in these, you know, behaviors as fools. See, you can give wealth to a fool and nothing good can come out of it. You can give an opportunity to a fool and, and, and what he will do to you at the end of the day. Amen. The thing is that foolishness is not written on the face. Have you met somebody and they've written foolishness? 
It's not written on anybody's face. What do you think? In the same way, wisdom or wise, being wise, it's not written on anybody's face. Okay. It's the same way malaria is not written on anybody's face. But we can look at your symptoms and say, no, you have malaria. Or look at your symptoms and say, you have this or you have that. So in the same way, it is, it is these symptoms, these characteristics that will show whether you are wise or you are foolish. Hallelujah. See, you can, somebody can wear Brazilian hair and still be a fool. Somebody can go to Legon and come out with first class and still be a fool. Because they teach you knowledge in university. They don't teach you wisdom. Can I preach? (laughs) Somebody can be rich and still be a fool. Ah, you've forgotten. The Bible says there was a man who had planted a a, a, a field and he thought to himself, if I can get my barn, I just harvest all these things, put it in in the barn and then, and I can chill for the rest of my life. And God said, look at this fool. So he was rich, but he was a fool. Okay, okay, rich fool. Rich fool. Psalm 14, verse 1. First one, Psalm 14, verse 1. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. See, the problem with this text and this scripture is that when people read it, they just conclude that but me haven't said anything. So it cannot be me. But that is where it can be problematic for you. It says the fool has said where? In his heart. Do we speak in our hearts? We speak with our mouths. So what does it mean that the fool has said in his heart? Does my heart have a mouth? So what, what is he saying? And so we must now, we must now drill down and do proper exegesis to be able to understand what he actually means by the fool has said in his heart. Now you remember the Bible says that guard your heart. For it is out of it what happens. The issues of life flow. So the issues of life flow where? From your heart. Then it says you have said in your heart. In other words, by going through the issues of life, if you don't live as if God is real and God is alive, then you have said in your heart that there is no God. Because you can't simply say that there is God and your actions don't depict it and, and, and don't represent it. They are not representative of your belief. Out of your heart flows the issues of life. And he says in the same heart, so in the issues of life, that is where we will get to see whether you believe there is God or there is no God. So there are people, they think they are going to Legon. So they now have to decide how God is and uh, what, ki- what kind of way God should move and what kind of way God should flow. And so they have now turned themselves into God's accreditation board. God's standard board. Oh, this prophet is not from God. Oh, this pastor is not from God. The sad bit is that they think that once you can speak English and you are eloquent, as for you, you are from God. Is it so? Have you met those people? Yes. And somebody say, somebody said to me, he said, ah, but um, as for as for my pastor, he has gone to school. He's he's that's why he says no. The person said the difference between them 
the fake people and the, the, the right people is education. I said, you're not serious. That's what I told him. Because, you see, he was, she was saying it because she thought being an educated person, I'm likely to side with her and think that the difference between us and the rest is education. I said, it's a lie. He said, but my pastor is educated. So you see the way he does his things. I said, when, when you meet an, a fake educated prophet, he will swindle you with his education. Be there. Be there. Can I preach? So, so we, you see, we must show in our lives, in the way we live, that we believe that there is God. And so that we will not become fools. Mm. Can I preach? They say, there is no God. I look at them and I am sad for them. It's a sad thing. Yeah. So there is no God. Why? He said, have you seen God before? I said, yeah, I see him all the time. Okay. Said, but have you, have you touched him before? I said, no, I haven't touched him. He said, so how can you, can we test his existence through scientific methodology? I said, no, you can't. And I said, you can't because number one, he is omniscientia, omniscient. He's everything science is trying to discover. That's the, it's the same word, omniscient, is the same word you get science from. Can, can I help you? The, the word omniscient is the same word you are getting science from. Omni means all. So he's all science. So he is what now science is trying to discover that when they discover a bit, they think they have arrived. But the man, he is everything you are now discovering bits and pieces of. I said, ah, but you, you say, you say do, do you have a brain? He said, yes, I have a brain. How do you know you have a brain? Have you seen your brain before? Have you touched your brain before? So how do you know you have a brain? You can't conclude that every person has a brain, so I have a brain. How did you arrive at that conclusion? It is fallacy of generalization. How can you say that everybody has a brain? Okay. The fact that they, they dissected four human beings, five human beings, ten human beings, twenty human beings, fifty human beings, hundred human beings, and they all had brains, does not mean that the four billion of us or eight billion of us necessarily have brains. But if you can believe that you have a brain, even without seeing it, because a science man told you, how can you not believe in the existence of the supreme God, the God of the universe? I pray for somebody that as you have believed him, he will glorify you in the name of the Lord Jesus. In this year, may you walk in supernatural grace. May he help you where men cannot help you. And may he do for you what no man can do. What no family member can do. What no government can do. I pray for you. Your story will be different in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I am the one. Okay, next scripture. Proverbs 13, 16. And I want the New Living Translation, if you have it. Proverbs 13, 16. Proverbs 13, 16. New Living Translation. <coughs> Can we read it together? Go. D did you see that one? Wise people, they think before they act. Then they say fools, they don't. And they even brag about their foolishness. They brag about their foolishness. One new, they just do things anyhow. If you act out of anger, you have not thought about what you are doing. So you, you, in the moment of anger, you could be a fool. 
Look at a man who is married to the wife, beautiful wife. And then he's angry and then he slaps the wife. So this man is not only a fool, he's mad. Do you know how I know that? Number one, he didn't think before acting. Because if he had thought, he wouldn't have slapped the wife. Number two, the Bible says, and the two will become one flesh, one body. Now, if you meet a man beating himself, what would you say? He's a madman. So if you can beat yourself, because the two of you are one, you're a madman. You're a madman. You're a madman. Imagine going to write an exam. They put the questions in front of you. Start work. And then they're asking you what is, um, maybe what is science. And then as soon as you see the question, you won't think. Like, you're just writing. A bread is made from flour. It is even nicer when you put a butter in it. If you don't get butter, you put jam. Take it like that. No, the person reading your thing will say, this is a fool. Because you need to think before you write, before you act. Think before you walk. Hallelujah. Tell someone to say, in 2019, think before you act. Say, think before you act. One more time. Think before you act. Next scripture. Proverbs, okay, let, Proverbs 6.32. Proverbs 6.32. And I want the NIV version. Proverbs 6.32. 6.32. Proverbs 6.32. Okay. Okay. But a man commits adultery, lacks judgment. Whoever does so destroys himself. Okay, put NL, NLT, let me see. There's one that says, good, this is what I'm looking for. Can we read it together? Go. One more time. <clears throat> Need I say more? A man who commits adultery is a fool. Is that what the Bible says? No. It says he's an utter fool. Utter means complete. He's a complete fool. So he's a fool. Listen, listen. And this is where I have a problem with um, some of the feminist ideologies in our generation. See, because he says the man. He didn't say the man or woman. You, you, can't, you can't read into scripture what is not there. Now, there's a scripture also that says the woman. And I'll read that one to, to you to, to see how scripture is judging the folly of a woman. The context in which it is doing it. And then how he's judging the folly of a man. And so, you will say that because as for me, I'm a feminist, so I will replace man with woman. You will be doing yourself a disservice because you will not get the entire thing that scripture wants to convey. There is a reason the Bible says a man who commits adultery because men commit a lot of adultery. Hey. Can I go there? Okay. Then it says he destroys himself. So like you are destroying yourself and you are doing it. Are you not a fool? Complete fool. 
It is a message, oh. It's a serious message. Okay. So imagine that I am a man, or there's a man who is married, and then he's, he commits adultery with this person. What, what does that make him? What does that make him? Complete fool. Then he leaves this one and commits adultery with another person. What does that make him? Then he leaves this one and commits adultery. So what does, so, 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 a time will come that even without committing the adultery, that he's a fool walking. He's just, because he has kept fooling now, he has become a fool. I didn't say it. it is the Bible. But the man who commits adultery is a complete. Are there married men in this house? May we not become fools in Jesus' name. Okay. 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 I'm preaching. Proverbs 14 1. Proverbs 14, 1. <clears throat> Look, can we read that together? Go. Okay. So if I go to a house and it's been built up, who should I give the credit to? The woman. Okay, but if I go to another house and they've, they've torn it down, who should I give the blame to? That one I should give to the man. <laughs> he says, the wise woman knows how to build her house, but the foolish woman will tear it down. Will tear it down. He says, with her, her own hands. So she will tear it down with her own hands. Me. Don't you know me? Me dey me go. Me dey swear show. We dey be same papa non cancel. And she thinks um, because she is educated and otebro fukakra. Inti inti ano dey obi kubja kimbia. No no no. Let me speak my mind. I know my right. I know my left. I know my central. The Bible says a wise woman builds her own home. If you find somebody tearing down her home, you must know that she's a... Now, imagine a, a man who commits adultery married to a woman who tears down her own home. <laughs> huh? Can I preach this one? Can I preach this one? It's a serious matter. If a man that is committed adultery is married to a woman that tears down. That is where you understand the bone of my bone. And the flesh of my If you want to do well this year, you must walk in wisdom. The Bible says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Then it says, the fear of the Lord is wisdom. Is wisdom. Let the world say what they want to say. But we who fear the Lord, we will do exploits. Now, and it says the fear of the Lord is wisdom. So it will only take wisdom to do exploits. What do you think? Yeah, it will take wisdom to do exploits. Hallelujah. Don't, don't be a fool this year. I said, may you not be a fool this year. 
I said, may you not be a fool this year. May you walk in wisdom like never before. Hallelujah. May you, may you walk in wisdom. Young lady, you're going to school to go and learn. You won't learn. In fact, you are learning, but you are not learning the things you are supposed to learn. Your your, your degree is in psychology, but but you are not learning this. You are learning other things. Other colleges. (laughs) You are learning how to get money from somebody's grandfather to buy Brazilian hair. And then 10, 15 years after that, 15 years, you are also going to get married. And then you say, God, I pray for my husband that I blind his eyes that he will not see any other person. There is game in your eyes. <laughs> it says, press down, shake it together, run it over. Shall men be unto your bosom? So whatever you are given on campus, it will be pressed down. Shake it together. Hmm. This one to be shall women. Yeah. It's, it's, you need to be careful. This year, we need to walk in wisdom. You have friends who are always arguing with you. Oh, boom, church, me, I'm going to church. They're always taking offering. They're always doing this. And you too, you think, you think it is your place to go argue with them. No, you don't, need, you, you don't need to enter into an argument with somebody. You see, because when a man has made up his mind, whatever you tell him will take him deeper to the mindset that he has. Whatever you tell him, he will find something wrong with it. Yeah, whatever you tell him. And because of that, I was telling my wife this morning, because of that, the church is doing things we are not supposed to do. Because we are trying to appease the world, hoping that they will like us more. But the, the Bible is clear that the world will hate you. So no matter what you do, they will hate you. God, she was showing me something about a church where they have taken money. And there's a woman, they said the woman should come for the money. And then they have videoed it and it is, it is trending. And I said, listen, these are things we do in this church. But I would never take a video or picture to let it trend. It would never happen. The Bible said the other day that whatever your right hand does, don't let your left hand see. But we will do it because we think that if we let the world see us as helping people, they will like us more. They are not serious. Are we doing it for Christ or are we doing it for the world? Can I preach? We will walk in wisdom. Imagine, imagine, imagine that your friend or somebody in church gives you a gift and comes to tell the whole church that I have, this dress is where I give it to you. And, and you know how they do it nicely. Ah, so soft. We should have fine. Then should not make them out. I say fine power. And then and then we are tired of another one. Do I make fun make them one? I fit to pop 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 pop. One day. One day. No, no. Only when you finish you. Yeah. So there's a reason why the Jesus said that. You, 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 when you, your right does, let your left not even see it. That's the reason. May we walk in wisdom in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. Hallelujah. Please rise to your feet. We want to pray. Time is, is fast spent. We'll continue next week on the same the same talk. Is, is it a good message? We'll continue next week. I, I want you to lift up your right hand.
and you, you want to pray right now that this year you will not fail just just begin to declare it declare it till it enters your head and until so you begin to think on these things lift up your voice begin to pray begin to pray begin to pray begin to pray somebody